Welcome to the 2022 debate. I'm your moderator, Don Burtz. First, I'd like to lay out the rules, which both parties have agreed to in advance. President Trump will have no time limit on his responses, and President Biden will have time for his handlers to tell him what to say, and he'll also be allowed breaks for diaper changes. All right, gentlemen, let's begin. President Trump, the first question goes to you. This is a question that's on the minds of a lot of Americans today. Are you, in fact, considering running for president in 2024? Well, Dan, I want to tell you, very great question. Thank you so much for having me here. You saw what we did in 2016. It was very beautiful what we did. It was amazing. 2020, the election was stolen. It was stolen at a level that should not be tolerated. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. And I will tell you this. I'm a very strong candidate. Probably the strongest ever. Okay. Okay. All right. President Biden, the same question to you. Are you worried about being close to 100 years old if you elect to run again? Look, folks, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to check with uh, 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 Joanne. Uh, I mean, um, Jill, you, you know the thing. Come on. Come on, man. Okay, President Trump, back to you. President Biden has record low approval ratings for this early in his term. What do you think this can be attributed to? Well, you know, under my administration, we were America first. And Sleepy Joe is not. He doesn't like this country. He's running this country into the ground every day. He's anti-military. Her military, who is so beautiful under my administration. Look at it now. It's very weak. It's very weak. He has a very poor economy. He's allowing these people just sit out of jabs, open up the country, Joe. He's still doing this shit. He's still doing it. He's very terrible, very nasty what he's doing. And I hate it. I hate it for the great American patriots. It's very nasty, very nasty. And it explains a lot. Very sad. Okay, very sad. Uh, President Biden, do you have a rebuttal, President Biden? Look, uh, 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 Donald Trump. You're you're a you're a lying dog faced pony soldier. Look, I have I brought American uh, 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 blonde leg hairs and cockroaches. Come on, man. But you know the thing. Oh boy. All right, President Biden. This one's to you. And this question is from CNN. Inflation's up. It's a forty year high. Gas prices up sixty percent. Rents skyrocketing, still have Americans trapped in Afghanistan, Russia threatening to invade the Ukraine, China threatening to invade Taiwan. Of course, the supply chain is broken and crime rising dramatically across the United States. So what is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Well, look, look folks, uh, I, I love giraffes. All right, President Biden, CNN has a follow-up question for you. What? The Chinese and Russians are developing hypersonic missiles capable of attacking the United States and defeating our defenses. What are you doing to protect the United States from this threat? Uh, we're, we're, uh, giraffe. What, man? I, I just answered that question. All right, President Trump, back to you. Could you tell us, President Trump... What does MAGA mean to you? 
First of all, I just want to point out, Sleepy Joe, what the hell was he talking about? Okay, it's very sad when he, this response is very, very terrible. But I tell you, when you love something, you fight for it. You fight for this great country. And mega, what it means to me is not allowing what Sleepy Joe is doing to this country. He's sitting back. He's watching it run to the ground. The guy sleeps all day. I tell you, he doesn't fight for this country. He doesn't love this country. And quite frankly, everything we did was amazing and it was beautiful. And we brought forth the greatest, greatest economy of all time. You saw our border. It was amazing. Sleepy Joe, there's a border crisis going on. And this guy just, let's allow the illegals. Let's bring them in. It's very nasty, very nasty. And what it means to me is everyone that stands for this great country every single day, our great Americans, we love you bigly. Thank you. And we're going to make America so beautiful. Just wait and see, Don. I tell you, it's going to be amazing. All right. And let's close it out with a final question for President Biden. Uh-oh. How do you feel about Nancy Pelosi? Look, folks, uh, 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 Nancy Pelosi... Her 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 Botox, uh, uh, they're they're doing they're doing very nice. She's got the uh, blonde leg hairs going, and, and, and she looks as young as me. What? Oh boy, Joe, oh. Joe, j- just shut up, Joe. Joe, stop right there. Have you seen Nancy lately? She's very disgusting. She's a very nasty woman. The guy, the girl. Whatever the hell she is, she gets up there, she talks, and I tell you, she's very nasty. She's very nasty, and she can't make a complete sentence. She's like Sleepy Joe. They're very terrible people. They're equals. That's what he's saying, that they're equals. They're very nasty. They hate this country. They're very disgusting. Very sad. Indeed. President Trump, we're going to let you lead with the closing remarks, if you will. Well, I just want to make a great statement to all you great, great patriots. Thank you so much for your support. We love you bigly. I tell you, you saw what we did. We did it once. We did it twice. And quite possibly, we could do it a third time. But this time, you know, I like the statement, make America great again. But you know what? We might have to do it again. So we might make America great again again. It's going to be beautiful. I love you great people. Thank you so much. And under my administration, it's going to be beautiful. We're coming back. We're coming back, America. All right. Resident Biden, do you have any closing remarks? Look, uh, uh, folks, I, I, oh, uh, where the hell are we? It, it's time for my nap. It's time, it's nap time. Come on, you know the thing. Come on, man. Well, that brings me to my closing remarks. All right, I would like to thank President Trump for the sound answers that he provided this evening. And I'd like to acknowledge President Biden for his ability to stay awake during the entire interview. I realize it is past his usual nap time. Thank you, gentlemen.
Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff. Season two, fucking episode one with Justin Bergon. Justin, your impersonations are fucking epic, legendary, uh, huge. And uh, of course, I've watched you on TikTok. You got the damn dance moves, too. You got the moves like Jagger. <laughs> I love what you're doing. I certainly appreciate you joining me for the season opener. And what I would love for you to do is kind of take the wheel here and give everybody a little backstory into Justin. If you could kind of tell us, you know, the who, what, where, and how you got here, that would be absolutely wonderful. So I'm going to let you take it away. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dylan, for having me. That was great. I enjoyed that. I'm going to have to make a video based on that. That's a good idea. I liked it. Heck yeah. We'll get you some clips. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So um, growing up as a kid, me and my brother, actually, we grew up in the era of Saturday Night Live when Will Ferrell, Chris Kattan, Daryl Hammond, Chris Parnell, they were all the big stars. And me and my brother would actually, we had a the camcorder with the VHS tapes and we would make Saturday Night Live skits. And my parents would sit down in the living room where they would drink wine and we would come down in our wardrobes and we would just act out a bunch of skits for them and they would just die laughing. I'm in the Navy currently. Oh, you are? Okay, I'm an Air Force vet. Awesome. Yeah, I've been in the Navy for almost 14 years now. I joined when Obama was taking office. I've never been huge into politics, but after watching what happened under his administration, I got into it. And then Donald Trump with his excitement, like you'll never see more exciting president than Donald Trump. And agreed. I, I really like backed him 100%. I liked his views. I liked his morals. I, I think the guy is a phenomenal businessman and that's what this country needs. It's not a freaking career politician obviously you see what sleepy joe's done the past 48 years is absolutely jack shit don't way blow hard <laughs> so i started doing impersonations of donald trump well before i started doing tiktok and i wasn't very good at it i progressed and finally in march of 2021 my buddy was like dude you gotta do tiktok and i'm like bro donald trump doesn't like tiktok i'm not doing tiktok and he's like just do it man you gotta get your word out there so I did my first TikTok late March, and then I think it was the day before Easter, I had a video blow up. I went into work, and my buddies messaged me. He's like, dude, are you looking at TikTok? I was like, no, I'm at work right now. I can't look at it. And I had 23 followers at the time. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I was up to like 20 or 30,000 followers at that day. Wow. It happened to be Easter Sunday. So I made another video the next day, the Monday after Easter, and I made an Easter bunny video. It blew the hell up. It was awesome. And <laughs> we hit another like 20 something thousand followers that day. And then just from there, like if you look, go back and look at my videos from like March to May, I have a completely different voice. If you look at my videos from May to June and July, I have a completely different voice. And then July on, I just kind of, progress. I never like sat at home. It was like, Hey, I'm going to work on Donald Trump's voice. I just, I always like, as a kid, I did Ace Ventura pet detective voices <laughs> all the time. I had the hair I for it. it. I would put it up and I did Forrest Gump as a kid. And I was like, I was going to do it. You're super good at it. I mean, you have crazy energy. I, of course, have been trying to get tons of people to follow you and I will I hope everybody out there certainly give Justin a follow. I will have all your links on YouTube. I'll have every link attached so people can get in touch with you and watch the good work you're doing. 
obviously, I think I picked you up as a, a suggestion. And then I got hooked and I'm like, damn, this guy's funny as hell. You know, I started telling all my friends and sending your videos around. So trying to support you. And I loved that. I want to ask you one other question here. So did you get a little bit, I don't know if you got shadow banned or were they, I noticed you had to switch accounts a little bit. What what happened with that? Yeah, so my main account right now, it hit a little over 290,000 followers back in October. Wow. And usually like on a bad day on that account, I'll gain like 50 followers a day. Since that video is starting wow. to slow down, I've gone negative followers. So I'm actually losing followers every day. As we say on TikTok, the For You page, I haven't been on the For You page in over two months on that account. Wow. The funny thing wow. is I will post a video on that account. No views. I'll take it down after a few hours. Maybe I'll give it a half a day. I'll post it on one of my backup accounts and it blows up. That's crazy. I guess people just get on there and I don't have too much experience. I'm, I get shadow banned on Instagram all the time for some of my vlogs, but uh, whatever. You know, I don't care. I'm good with it. So I guess somehow there's people just basically don't like something or they report it. Is that what drives that? Is it kind of the same concept? I don't know why I didn't think TikTok was as bad with that. So. I, I think they've gotten a little bit better recently. Oh, good. So it took me a while to just do my TikToks in general. My buddy was like, hey, you got to do this. You got to go live. You got to do a live stream. I was like, no, that's not my thing. That's not my thing. <laughs> it took me a few months to even go live stream. And when I did, I would literally get reported like every time I went live stream. And then wow. on TikTok, if you get banned, you can appeal it. They'll shut you down for seven days, but you can appeal it. And I would lose every single appeal. <laughs> I was shut down for seven days. People are like, hey, we want to we see you. I'm like, I can't do it. So after a while, I was like, I need to start a backup account. And then lately, I used to sit right here where I'm sitting right now at this bar and do my live streams. And I wouldn't play music. I would just kind of like talk, give shout outs. I would like literally get into trolls asses and it, <laughs> I love it. Everyone found it comical, but after a while, enough people report you and they just shut you down. Yeah. See, that's what kills me is how you can get reported like that. I just recently got reported on IG and they wouldn't even tell me why. They just said, you know, hey, that's how it is because they just don't give a rip. They never tell you why. No, they don't give a flying fuck. But hey, you know, <laughs> and you, you get a you can always tell. I mean, you now things have kind of ticked back up, but I think it was something I did on Alec the murderer that got me. Somebody didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think that was something on that. You never know. I'm much like you. I'm doing things that probably trigger people every single day. Hey, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. It is. It is. All right. So I have to ask you, you know, I've watched pretty much all your stuff. I think probably I have a pocket full more to watch, but tell me about the deal where you walked into that Hooters. <laughs> like now it looked as if she was going to try to eject you before you even, what happened? What happened with that one? Yeah. So <laughs> that was a fun day. So <laughs> it was, it was actually Veterans Day. It was Veterans Day when we did that. Oh, okay. So we were going, it was me and a bunch of my military buddies. We went in to go, you know, we wanted to get our discounted food for Veterans Day and drink some beer and have a good time and everything. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to do my thing. I really don't give a shit where I'm at. I'll just burst into Donald Trump wherever I'm at. And uh, I went in. I love, I love it. 
went in and I just looked out into it. I was like, oh, great. We got a good little audience here. And I just gave him a, do you miss me yet? And immediately the hostess was like, she was on the phone and I was kind of loud, whatever. And she was like, she got off the phone. She goes, um, is he drunk? Is he drunk? Cause we ain't serving you if you drunk. Like, they're like, nah, we're good. We just got here. I wasn't sure. Like, she literally just seemed like she was ready to shut you down and eject you before oh, you've gotten the door. She was. We finally got reservations, but yeah, she was ready to be like, uh uh-uh, uh, we're not serving you guys. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's funny because I noticed you have some exceptionally cool gear. Like, you have more Trump stuff than I've ever seen. I mean, between the kicks, the lids, the clothes. I mean, is there a certain place you acquire all this stuff? All right. So for mostly my kicks and a bunch of my t-shirts, they come from tropetrends.com. Trump Trends with a Z. Okay. Can I plug them? Can I add them in as a... Yeah. Okay. Or I'll do that. All right. Absolutely. Trump Trends. Okay. Tropetrends.com. Cool stuff. They're awesome people. They got a lot of cool gear, t-shirts, hoodies. I got so many Let's Go Brandon hoodies and I got more shoes than I can ever think of from them. They're awesome. Uh, Another one... Soldier Solutions, they sent me a lot of cool stuff. They support veterans, disabled veterans. They send me a lot of cool Love shirts. That. We'll make sure we get all these links and we'll add them in so people can check them out. Because I know people enjoy that. Uh, a cool company. They see me. I, I drink beer in almost every video. so I love it. <laughs> there's a company down in Florida called localfl.com, localflorida.com. They send me okay. lots of beer and lots of rum. Damn. You know, this is a drinking podcast here, darling. So I got my signature Long Island iced tea. Cheers. Cheers. I got hammered last night and I'm trying to get the hair of the dog to get me back right with the universe. I got to get my equilibrium right. Hey, hair of the dog. I play that song almost every night on my live stream. So I, okay. So that's another thing. I love, I love when you like just jamming out and then hitting the Trumpster, hitting, you know, uh, Dementia Joe. I love it. I love that. Was that just something you're into music? You listen to a lot of different stuff, by the way. I do. I mean, everything from Rod Stewart and on. I love it. The runaround Sue. I thought that was funny as hell. (laughs) That's a funny story. So my dad pretty much raised me and my brother. He listens to all this great music that I listen to. I remember being in eighth grade. I ran track in high school, middle school, and college. And I remember going to a track meet. I was like in seventh grade. And I had the old school CD Walkman. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People are like, hey, what are you listening to right now? And I'm like, oh, you got to check this out. It's awesome. This was like late 90s when I was in middle school. They put it on and it's the car's greatest hits. They're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. That's funny. I listen to a lot of good music. My favorite band is probably the Rolling Stones. Oh, hell yeah. Stones are badass. Before the pandemic, I like country music. I spent a fair bit of time in Nashville. So I saw Eric Church, but then I saw Aerosmith at a residency out in Vegas. And I mean, they still got it. I was just stunned. Oh, yeah. You know, so you just dated yourself. You're what, mid-30s, I'm guessing? Mid-30s, right? yep, 35. Mid-30s, okay. Yeah, I'm up there. <laughs> I'm sniffing 60, hard sniffing, hard sniffing. But yeah, I mean, I, I love I love all the different music. I was kind of surprised that you listened to all that. It's great. Yeah, I it's love it. It's great. I love it. So I'm from New Orleans too. And, uh, born and raised? I was actually born in Connecticut on the naval base up in Groton. My okay. dad was in the Navy. But right after he got out, we moved to New Orleans. Okay. That's where my dad's from. I got lucky and got stationed down there my last tour of duty. And I was a regular at Cat's Meow, if anybody's ever heard of it. 
Cat's Meow. It's a very popular karaoke bar. And anytime I walked in there, they went up to sign my name up and they're like, are you singing the same song as usual? I'm like, yep. Hard to handle Black Crows. I got you. <laughs> oh, that's a badass tune. I like that one. That is a good one. All right. So Navy, um, so following in your dad's footsteps, is that what spawned the interest in the Navy? Actually, I've spawned a lot in my dad's footsteps. My dad's always been in the car business. And uh, okay. I originally went to college and I was like, oh, I'm done with college. I want to go sell cars. I sold cars for a little while. Then I wanted to go back mm-hmm. to college and I didn't want to pay for it. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to join the Navy. Yeah. I got my bachelor since I've been in the Navy. So. Heck yeah. My dad was a Navy vet. Proud Navy vet. Yeah. My dad did six years in the Navy. My dad liked it. It was funny. And he's like, you're going to go in the Air Force. Or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh Obviously, I love the military. I loathe the way the left tries to validate their prejudice against the military at every turn. You're funny as hell and your impersonations are on point. But I mean, I feel like you do a really good job of getting some good messages out there, too, which right now in this day and time, we certainly need that. And you know this as well as anybody. There's a whole shit ton of truth in humor. You bring it out big time. So, Dylan, whenever I came on to TikTok, I wanted that to be my genre because there are some other pretty good Trump impersonators on TikTok, but they like to do more of the comical side. I like to throw comedy in what I say, but I like to deliver a real message. They like to do more of the, I'm here at Taco Bell. Like, eh, that's not me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not trying to do that. Like, I'm trying to deliver a message. Every now and then I'll throw some, oh, I'm at Hooters, whatever. You get the humor in there, but you get the message out too. You mentioned Obama. I mean, I'm thinking about Joe. It's like stealing the fucking taxpayer blind since 2009. I mean, we're on the same theme. This shit just hasn't gone away. It's like back, you know? Yeah. It's not quite as bad as a Clinton clown era, but it's right up there. Yeah, it's right up there. You're doing good work. I'm glad that I kind of happened across you. And I'm certainly trying to steer everybody in your direction because it's important. You know, it's important the message. It's important what you're doing. And you're doing it with a flair like no other. You have. And I think you maybe said this to me in a direct message, but you have some serious energy. I do. I mean, you're like the energizer bunny. You got it. I mean, you let it rip and you just go. It's go time. I do. You got to bring the energy. If you're passionate about something, you got to bring it. That's it. Well, your passion shows. And I think that's something I find extraordinarily laudable. People watch you. And I certainly read some of the commentary because I love the commentary. But that's one theme. And I know you probably read it as well. But that is like the emerging pattern. It's all positive, but it's all your energy and how positive and how fun and how, I mean, people are laughing and they're getting the message. You're bringing a lot of enjoyment to a lot of different people. Oh, yeah. So it's valuable stuff you're doing, obviously, and you're good at it, damn it. You perfected it. Got the craft. You've got the art. You got it going. I have a great following. The people that do follow me, they're awesome people. And I can just tell, like, I get people, like, honestly, Don, they recognize where my boat's at. And people will just stop by all the time and just, they'll just come out and talk to me for 30 minutes. We'll share a beer together and we'll just chit chat and they'll pull up. I'm like, Hey, can I help you? They're like, yeah, I follow you on TikTok, man. You're awesome. And we'll just talk. I love that. You're in Chesapeake, Virginia. I'm in Chesapeake, Virginia. Chesapeake, Virginia. All right. Yeah. I grew up in DC. Okay. And I have some family in Harwood, which by boat, it's what's well, probably driving. It's probably a little over four and a half hours, but by boat, it's a little bit quicker. Yeah. So they're on the water. It's absolutely lovely. I love your boat additions. You get out on the boat quite a bit. All the time. Any chance I get. 
Okay. And where do you like to record? Any preference? On the boat. Those are funny as hell. I think that's what basically kind of started. I think people saw it was like, all right, this guy, he's a different Trump impersonator. He does a little bit different and he does it on a boat and he always has a Miller Lite in his hand. I love that. Yeah, I've always got the L-I-T. It's like, this will probably be the damn death of me at some point in time. But I don't know, right now it's friggin' work and I like it. I like it's it good. too. <laughs> the problem is with these, they're like vodka, rum, gin, tequila, triple sec, daily, and a splash of Coke. So Ooh. it's a lot of liquor. <laughs> it's a lot of liquor. <laughs> yeah. A lot of liquor. I tell you, a cornucopious amount of liquor. I tell you, it's fantastic. <laughs> I just want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, come on and share a little bit of what you do and the why and the backstory of you. Hey, you've got a solid follower here, and I'm going to try to grow your base as well, and we'll get all the links in there. But meanwhile, darling, cheers. Cheers to you. Thank you so much, Dylan. Thank you. Well, it's time for a refill. Join me for my next episode of Boobs, Booze, and other stuff where I vow to keep it real and real interesting.